0: City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making, double up on facts we stated. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So, what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, share, or like. What a playoffs it has been. I've been talking we've been talking a lot of NBA, but it has been a great postseason for some teams. And it's been a devastating postseason for other teams. We're going to get all into it today. A lot happening right now in the NBA. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll have the Joseph Aguirre join us, talking baseball. Ty- Tyler and all comes out, going against the MLB. Garrett Cole pitches another great game last night. We'll talk about all that tomorrow. But we're going to talk about the NBA because, A, a lot. And this is an understatement, to say the least, especially yesterday. We could have done a full, a complete day of show for the NBA yesterday. And... You think about what is there to talk about? Well, let's see. You have the Nets, KD, an historical performance, a legendary performance. Paul George last night, another legendary performance. Two guys that face immense pressure coming into this postseason. They deliver when their team needed them. Also, the Philadelphia 76ers have another collapse. First, it was an 18-point game in Game 4. Now it's a 26-point lead in Game 5. Is it time to scrap the process? We'll talk about that. And then will the both number one seeds currently down three two? Will they go down go down? But like I said, Ted, just to say the least, doesn't seem like a lot's going on in the NBA, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean let's talk. go. I was thinking think about, no think about yesterday for just by just one day. Just look at yesterday for an example. Well, CP3 you find out that he uh, had some tracing of, of COVID 19. Yeah. So we'll find out if he was vaccinated or not, because if he is That'll change the process of how long you'll have to sit out. Now, there has been some jokes of how how is the NBA going to play this? Because it was funny because when LeBron James was, you know, out and about having a good time, for his, he didn't have – he had no worries. So we'll see how the NBA plays this with Chris Paul. We'll see if he's vaccinated, um, and we'll see what is going to happen when uh, whoever they play in the Western Conference Finals. Then we find out yesterday Kawhi has a knee injury. I knew he had an issue once he bumped into Bojanovic uh, the other night. In L.A. in game four, Um, he didn't play the last four minutes. So, listen, crucial time, him not being able to play in the last four minutes. You knew something was up. But, yeah, like you said, a lot of news coming out of the NBA. I know a lot of people, a lot of general people that probably watch our show are not big NBA fans. I know a lot of people, I feel like the people we talk to don't watch the NBA. But I tell you, the NBA has been great. For all the the knocks that we're going to talk about today with teams blowing leads and a lot of the injuries of main guys in the playoffs, the NBA playoffs have been great. I mean, both games last night were, were exceptional, the, and the games, for the most part, have been really good, competitive. There's been very few blowouts, and we've seen some unbelievable and some historical performances by some great players. Yeah, so let's go. We'll talk about all that, but I want to start off with this because this is the biggest story going in for me. And it's, it's a time to scrap the process because we've been hearing about this process for years now. They get Embiid, they draft Ben Simmons. Looks like the pieces are all falling into place. And then all of a sudden... Another collapse is going on in Philadelphia, and this is game five. I know we talked about game four, we didn't talk about game four, but they blew an 18-point lead in game four, and now it was a 26-point lead. Ted, it's a very simple question because, like, like we've been discussing, and all of all the other sports shows throughout have been discussing this word, the process. This is the word associated the best with the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, we're at that time that they're the number one seed. They're one of the favorites this year, not just in the Eastern Conference, but in the entire NBA to be in the NBA champion, to maybe win an NBA title. Well, they're one game away from, and I did say this, I not, would not be surprised if the Atlanta Hawks would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, the Atlanta Hawks are 48 minutes away from being in the Eastern Conference Finals. But, that very simple. is it time to scrap the process. Because you look at all the, you look at the past two games, and you look at the bigger issue. It's not Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is nasty. Him and Jokic, are one A, one B for best center in the NBA. Doc Rivers maybe will take another blame because if they fall, if they fall apart again, just another collapse on his regiment, uh, regime. And then you look at Ben Simmons. I think that's the biggest issue going forward, and just not enough scores. I'm sorry, but Seth Curry and Joel Embiid are the only people scoring in your in the half, in the second half. Not, it's inexcusable. So if they don't make the conference finals, the NBA and – well, excuse me. Let's rephrase that. Philadelphia Sixers and Daryl Morey have to take a hard look in the mirror and really think about trading Ben Simmons and possibly Tobias Harris. Both guys – listen, I said this when I wanted to do the show with you in the car ride. Tobias Harris got a max contract. Congratulations. Good for him. Listen, NBA guys, go get your money. Listen, I'm not not going to knock anyone from not. For getting their money okay we all want to get paid so better shooters oh, answer, has he ever made an all-star game like he's had a lot of snubs i don't ever remember him being an all-star i don't ever remember him being a great player i don't ever remember him talking about being a superstar you're getting paid like a superstar he he's nowhere to be found bro And I'm going to start with him first because, you know, it's easy to pick on him. But late in the game, you know, they developed a play for him, and he wanted nothing to do with the ball. He even gave it to Milkshake Milton. You know, I'd say Milkshake Milton because that's what his father used to joke with him because he loved milkshakes. But Shake Milton, uh, a guy you didn't even know about 10 minutes ago, and you're giving him the ball. The Sixers have a serious problem, okay? Ben Simmons, who's supposed to be their best or second-best player on the team, is a serious liability. Serious liability. He can't shoot. We know that. Can't shoot a three, can't, doesn't have a mid-rated game. I told you, he's, he's a poor man's Giannis. He, he is a liability. I mean, late in the game, your point guard not touching the ball is a liability. He's become the hack-a-shack, okay? And Atlanta has gone to this multiple times. I just want to – I was just reading this so I make sure I'm, my facts are straight. Before the, regulars, before the All-Star game, right, Ben Simmons was shooting – Sixty-seven percent from the foul which is still very poor. Okay. After the All-Star break, he shot fifty-three point three percent. Last night's performance, he was four for fourteen, and now Simmons is shooting a abysmal thirty-two point eight percent from the playoffs. Um, from the line in the playoffs. That's atrocious, bro. I I find Shaq, hold on. Shaq, Shaq was fifty-five to sixty percent. Ben Wallace, who was god awful for the Pistons, was above yeah, fifty percent. Thirty-eight that? to thirty-two percent. Trev, it's a serious liability. There is a problem because your point guard is supposed to control the ball. He, if he can't it more, and he can't make a shot. What do you do with him? I find it more insulting that <laughs> if I was Ben Simmons. I would have found it took it more insulting that the fans were actually cheering and giving him a standing ovation when he was hitting his free throws. I mean, to see that that just shows where you're at currently. And a lot of people have been saying, I give Joel Embiid a lot of credit because I've been hearing this a lot recently on shows. And Embiid is the one that puts all the energy and he's the one that's willing to go above and beyond to be great in this league. And he has shown since every season, he has translated his game to even higher ceilings that we thought he I mean we thought he was going to be really good but he had the knee he had the injury the foot injury coming out of college but we know how great he was with Kansas they were going to probably win the national championship him and Wiggins if he stays healthy that year he comes out probably should have been the number one pick but he had the foot injury he has worked his way to a superstar level whereas Ben Simmons the guy that came out of the NBA come in coming into the NBA was projected to be like maybe a LeBron, maybe a Magic because of his facilitating skills, and he can improve his jump shot and his scoring ability. Well, he hasn't been able to. If anything, it's actually gotten worse since his LSU days, and it just doesn't seem like he doesn't care enough. He's more worried about going to hang out with Kylie Jenner and the Kardashians than trying to work on his jump shooting game, his free throw game in the offseason. It's inexcusable, and it's it's comical. If I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, you lose to this Atlanta Hawks season, our gotcha. team. Which I mean, credit to the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not taking away from anything. They've been unbelievable this year, and Nate McMillan deserves to be the head coach for a long time in Atlanta because he's done a terrific job of changing that organization and culture around. If they lose this year as the number one seed and they lose three straight games the way they've lost, Done. See ya. Don't even think about it. Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, and that team have to have a hard look in the mirror, like you said, Ted. And they have to go all in in the sense of getting rid of Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, whatever you have to do other than the name Embiid and even maybe Seth Curry. Because those two guys came to play last night and everybody else, well, kind of just sat back, laid back and said, hey, can I get a hot dog or a popcorn? That's what I want to do. Because sure. I want to watch Trey Young and I to watch the Atlanta Hawks come back and, beat, and, and embarrass me in the playoffs. So that's what I'm doing. And if you could, there's a lot of potential play, superstars out there, maybe a Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal. If you look, they need to go all in and go find somebody else because this plan and this process is not working. Listen, it's over with – like, this is this is not a second, third-year guy. Like, the guy's been in the league for for about five years now. Like, he, he's not a – Congrats, guys, he's, congrats he's, a, he's an all-star, but it's his, not enough. His, Sorry. His, I, like I said, he's a poor man Giannis. It's yeah. the same thing. Two guys that can't shoot the ball have unbelievable athleticism. Now, Ben Simmons is a great passer. I, ben Simmons is a better defensive player.
1: Oh, He's one of the better defensive, well, actually, of the didn't defensive on, players didn't in the, the,
0: the NBA. Player of the year? Didn't Giannis win Defensive Player of the Year? Like two no, years ago? He did he beer? I mean, Simmons was one Simmons was, at one point, we all thought he was going to win Defensive Player. He's a tremendous defender. We get that. He's a tremendous facilitator. Yeah, Jeff, his core vision you, his you court is, is better than most players in the NBA. It's not that. We get listen, what he can do. Listen, Great. I the told you, I'm on right. the car ride. I would call Portland and say, would you even be willing to trade for Damian Willard? And i say, this is what I'm going to offer you. Now, people think I'm probably crazy. I'm shipping Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris to them. Here you go. I mean, I'll start with Ben Simmons. And see draft picks. See if I can, if I can get that. And draft picks. Draft picks are worthless in the NBA. Unless you have a top five pick or there's a superstar like Zion or John Morant or those type of players that are coming out. Other than that, they're worthless. NBA, and I've been saying it, is all about superstar teams and super teams and superstar talent, and that's what wins in the NBA, and you need to go do that because you're right there at the – you're right at the tip. You're right at the the top of the mountain. You just need to go make almost that move, that that final piece, that final move to go get and maybe win a title. So, listen, the process – is about to get scrapped, ripped up and thrown apart because Ben Simmons is a liability. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. We understand it. Everyone understands it. The guy can't shoot free throws. He can't make a jump shot. I can't believe we're talking about a guy in the NBA who can't make a a jump shot. I mean, when I think of basketball, I think of shooting the ball, like, you know, horse in the backyard, like, you know, jump, shoot, put the, like not layups, not, you know, I mean, if you look at him and Giannis's shots, they're all within five feet. It's, and then now that he can't make free throws, just like Giannis, now Giannis makes him a little bit better, I mean, a much better percentage than 32%. But, I mean, come on, dude, 32%? It's its atrocious. It's a problem. Doc's going to have to really think about what to do with Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter because Atlanta has gone to this strategy of hack-a-shack, but it's hack-a-Simmons. And that's how they've gotten themselves back into games. It's a problem. It's a serious problem, and I think the Sixers – I know they're not going to want to be like, "Oh, we can't get rid of this 25 young, 25-year-old young superstar." Time to move on. Well, he's a liability. And listen, I don't want a guy that can't shoot. I don't want a guy. And Joel Embiid can't be dribbling the ball like he's your main point guard. Him and Simmons should be, pick, um, you know, pick and pops all day long. And and so if, if, if if Embiid can shoot free throws and make threes, would Simmons can't? It's a problem. It's a serious problem. Trevor. Let's let's shift over to this because, well, not just the 76ers are in trouble. The other number one seed on the other side of the tournament, the Utah Jazz, are in trouble right now, and they are down three two after last night's. They were taking care of business, and then Paul George decided to. Well, that's why we'll get it. We'll talk about Paul George, and he's one. How he's one of the most inconsistent players in recent memory in the NBA. But both number one seeds are currently down right now. 3-2, been great series, but they got some trouble right now. And that could be due to injuries for the Utah Jazz or just the the choke artists that the Philadelphia 76ers have become. So, Ted, it's a very easy question. Which number one seed or are both going to go down? What would you say? Would it be the Jazz or Sixers or both? See, here's what I would say to this before I give you my correct answer. Both, I think the Clippers and Atlanta need to close it out in six. I think if both teams go back to seven, I it, it, it goes back to the home team, and I would definitely give the Jazz the edge going back home more so than the Sixers because I've just seen I've seen them blow leads. The Jazz haven't blown leads. Mm-hmm. They just Mike connolly has been out for the for this whole series, hamstring. Who knows if he's going to play at all? It Doesn't look like it. Donovan Mitchell now has an ankle injury. He said he's going to have to fight through it. But I, I think that was the biggest loss last night. Donovan Mitchell not playing 100%. They shot 50 plus threes last night. I think they only took 22s. It just, their whole ball game changed last night. The script of taking the ball to the hole. And I mean, everyone wants to sh- chuck the tree. It's like you in the backyard. Let's just hit the jump shot. You want to chuck fifty foot threes all day. You know, right. about, I don't do that stuff. That's oh when we used to play basketball, all you would want to do is shoot threes all day long. The Clippers shot forty, is made for uh, shot forty threes, and the Suns fifty four. So a, a lot of three point shooting last night. Excuse me. How many? How many? Threes, how many threes did the Suns take last night? I said, I mean, the Clippers. The Clippers took forty. The Jazz took fifty-four. So there was a lot of three-point attempts last night. And Donovan mentioned being always I'll three, put it this way, I remember always schooling you? Well, well, I will say both teams do not go down. I think the Jazz push it to seven. If they push it to seven, Jazz will win at seven. Okay. So well, remember, say, well, Kawhi's I, done for the series. Mostly, Kawhi's done for the series. I'll it say looks, at least one. It looks, like, it looks like Conley also could be done for the series. So, you know what? I say at least one's definitely going down, possibly two. I'm going. I'm. I, I say. I say the Jazz survive. Philly goes down. I did say the Atlanta Hawks. Don't be surprised if they're needs to the conference finals. Even though I picked the Phillies, uh, 76ers to get to the finals. I did also pick the Lakers. Well, scrap the the finals preview or the finals from prediction for me. I'm going with the Hawks. They got the hot hand right now, and they do, got the right. They got realize- the right. They got the right game plan defensively. If they do can, you know, and, hey, this is what hey, Doc you know, is you're, like, you're the only team with no liability, liability in the playoffs right now. They're the, they have, they don't have any liabilities on their team. They don't have any COVID problems. They no, have they no got, injury. No, they got scores. They got. They have, they, have no, no, they have no injury concerns. No. They have, they have a great coach. You know, you, you, you go, go well. you go to the Sixers. All right, you got, you got Embiid. Who's hurt, but he's played great. Here's, ben my, here's Simmons, my thing. Hold on, Ben Simmons can't shoot a free throw. The Suns, who I know are waiting, have to deal with Chris Paul's COVID protocol. We'll see how that plays out. Kawhi's hurt and is out, and then you know, and then you look at the you know the Nets. The Nets are dealing with Harden with a hamstring, and Kyrie's up. out. And then Brooklyn, you know, they lost De Vincenzo, and they got a big game tonight. And we'll see what happens with that. But every team has some type of liability except the Atlanta Hawks. So what the, that's what I was going to say is that. Um... Oh, my God, I lost my train of thought because Ted was still speaking. Thank you, Ted. I was thinking I I had something. No, this is what I was going to say. I got it. So I would say more the Hawks would beat the Sixers because I just don't trust the Clippers. I don't know what what Paul George is going to show up in game six. I don't know. Is it going to be the guy that last night that went off at 37? Or is it the guy that's going to go 2 of 15 from the floor and have 12 points? And that's what I'm going to get. I trust the Jazz more than I trust the Sixers because I know I know Mike Conley being out hurts them. But so if Donovan with, with the perimeter shooting, if Bogdanovich can shoot the ball like he shot in the first half, if Ingles can make his shots, if Mitchell can continue to try to play through that injury, I know it's a tough injury, but if he continues to play at that superstar track that he's been playing with Gobert, I I like this Jazz team more than I would do the Sixers just because I don't trust the Sixers. They've, they've shown the past two games that no matter what the lead is, no lead is safe for them. And I like what the Hawks are bringing. They can score. They can shoot from anywhere on the floor. They can defend. And they have the right game plan going in against Philly right now. And Philly lacks shooters. Unless Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons become Magic Johnson and um, James Worthy or something, I don't see the Sixers winning. I, I I just don't really see them winning. I see the Jazz doing it more. But, like, I was going to also get into my next point. So, I got the Jazz. I don't have the Sixers. Ted, you would have... Same thing. Uh, okay. But, but I, I but I do have faith in the Clippers, though, because of the depth. You know, Terrence My- Mann played big-time minutes last night. I don't know if you saw the dunk on Rudy. Oh, yeah, yeah. he had a huge play on Rudy Gobert late in the game. That was nice. I thought he um, missed it. I didn't even – I was just like, wait. He, he it. Wow. the in the rim. Um, you know, Reggie Jackson's been there before. Reggie Jackson had a nice game last night. Oh, uh, game. Marcus, Marcus Morris had another great game. You know, they have yeah, players. Yeah. Team, it's, it's like the thing. Can they continue? And the thing, I, I don't know if you looked up the numbers. Paul George has actually played better this season when Kawhi has been out. His numbers have all gone up rebounds, points, and assists. So, listen, I said to you jokingly, it's you know, playoff P, playoff P. Well, lately in the last couple of years, has been playoff L for loser. Okay. And it could have also been playoff no show. But last night really put a. Put, Changed the narrative a little bit for me that he he stepped up on the game that was away in Utah wasn't a home game wasn't a game five home it was away and for him to put the performance he did last night speaks volume and that and listen this is why you pay a superstar like Kim why you pay Kevin Durant why you trade for James Harden why you bring in a Kyrie this is why why you need this that's why when you look at the Sixers and you're like we have Embiid and we have I don't know what we have. We got a lot of good players, but a lot of the apples, you turn it over, there's some rotten parts It's starting to you know, turn that white fuzz and be nasty. And Simmons, you know he's a great player. He's a great defensive player, but he can't shoot. Can't shoot free throws. That's a huge liability in the NBA. I'd rather have a guy, no offense, like Steph Curry or Trey Young, who can't play defense but can put 37 on the board. Sorry. I, that's that's my narrative Who could dodge this? we don't talk about his defense his poor defense we talk about his ability to score and put points and he wins games in the and, NBA, and that's, that's in the NBA defense is nice in the NBA it's about scoring and speaking of scoring we had two legendary performances back to back nights the other night we didn't even get to talk about the other night but Kevin Durant doing what Kevin Durant does best and that's putting the basket in the hoop and he does it better than maybe anybody in the NBA currently right now. And this is why we always talk about Kevin Durant. Where does he rank him on LeBron? We always talk about he needs a LeBron James type game. Ladies and gentlemen, he had a he had a LeBron James type night the other night, and it was something I don't, I remember watching. It. I was at I was at Darren's house. I was watching it with Jack. I was watching it with Franklin. I was watching people. We were just like we were in amazement. We were just like, damn, you. But here's the thing, also. What are the Bucs doing? Why are the Bucs – I know P.J. Tucker has been playing them well this series, but when the man's got a hot hand, when the guy's got a hot hand, especially a player like Kevin Durant, it's like those guys like Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, I don't care what kind of defender you have on. doesn't matter who's guarding who. When a man's scoring the way he was scoring, you need to do something different. He finishes with 49-16-16. And 10 or 49, 17 and 10, 49, 17 and 10. 49, yeah. 17 and 10. And then Paul George last night, who we've also talked about a lot of a legacy because he needs, every time we think of Paul George, we think of the failed opportunities in the playoffs. And even with Kevin Durant, See, it's different with Paul George. And I would say it's more impressive from Paul George and not Kevin Durant. is because we've seen Kevin Durant do this before. We've seen Kevin Durant dominate a game offensively by himself. Paul George is probably the most inconsistent player in the NBA. Definitely the most inconsistent superstar in the game, but it has to be one of the most inconsistent players all around. Finishes with 37, 16 and 5. I say it's more impressive because, well, Kawhi's not there. I know Kyrie's not playing and Harden was there, but Harden really wasn't there offensively. But it's still Kevin Durant. James, uh, Paul George, we don't see this for Paul George. This is why we always talk. One game he's like this. He goes 37, 16, and 5. And the next game, he's 4 of 12 from the field and scores 12 points. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, this is why we don't talk about poor George enough. But we're always on Paul George. I would say Paul George's game is more impressive than Kevin well, Durant. Actually, I season, actually, I'm not surprised because Kevin Durant does this all the time. Actually, Paul George has had 12 straight games of 20-plus points in the playoffs so far this season. But, that's not it, but he's supposed okay. to do yeah, I, know. Supposed I know. To. I know that. But he, he, he broke a Clippers record, so and and he's been playing well this entire playoff series. Now, listen, I'm not going to knock him. It was a very impressive performance last night. Big performance. Yeah. But if I was comparing the two teams that are on the court the other night, I'm taking four of the five players on the Clippers before I touch anybody on the Nets on who's remaining. I mean, Kevin Durant, first of all, Paul George and Paul were great, but Marcus Morris had 20-plus points last night. Reggie Jackson up 20-plus points on last night. They have a lot more depth and a, bet, a lot more better players on that team than when you look at the Nets team, who it's Kevin Durant, a bunch of guys who signed 10-day contracts. I mean, Mike James wasn't even on the roster up until about two months ago. All of a sudden, he's your starting point guard. I mean, you're pulling Blake Griffin, who couldn't you know, double one. On. On. You, on. On. you know who the, the second lead lead score on. was was for the Nets that night? My it, was Jeff, it was Jeff, Jeff Green. He had 27, 27, 27 points. Yeah, was the only other player in double figures. And the reason why I say that's more, the performance was better, because here's the thing. Kawhi, um, excuse me, Kevin Durant is coming off an Achilles tier. Now, you never thought, well, a lot of at expertise did not have the feeling that he was ever going to be the same player as he was when he was for the Oklahoma City Thunder and it was for Golden State. For him to play as well as he did, under the pressure because here's the thing they lose they're probably definitely going back to lose in Milwaukee and i so for him to perform, perform the way he did because they were down they were down yeah. in that game he we're took down double digits they were down 17 over. points and what impressed me more was not the points not the rebounds not the assists but he played all 48 minutes he never came out of the game he played the entire 48 minutes of the NBA game that's what's more impressive to me that he was able to sustain success throughout the whole game. He didn't have he didn't play have a minute rest or 30 seconds or a couple minutes. Oh, you know, even with Dons and the Kobe's and Michaels always came out for a couple minutes. No, he's the only He's, he's, the, the, only last superstar. Superstar. he's the last superstar. You know, him. 48 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. It was mm. the second most points he's ever had in a playoff game. Except when he had fifty for Oklahoma City Thunder. It was the most rebounds he's ever had in a game. And it was this I think the most or the second most assists he's ever had in his career. So for him to put that performance, knowing that he was the only guy in the court that could do that, James Harden was just there as a face. Trev, I'll use my old thing. He was a duck, he was a mallard, he was a decoy. He was Mm -hmm. there. You could tell he didn't have his legs under him. His performance was better. Kevin Durant's performance now, here's this is what did he, have better, did he have the better performance? Of course, but for me, no, it was, it was the more impressive. Was was this, this will be a performance that you will only make a difference down the road if they move on to the conference finals and eventually win the NBA finals. If they lose game six and then end up losing game seven, we'll still talk about it, but it won't have the same sex appeal. You know, the way I look at it is. This performance can go down as a Jordan 63-point game when he was up in Boston in 86, when even though Boston went on to win, you knew that was the best player of the quarter. There was no one to stop him, and people talk about that legendary performance. Even Larry Bird said, I don't think God could have stopped Michael Jordan tonight. That's how good Michael Jordan was. I don't think anyone would have stopped Kevin Durant, and they have to win this series to to make this performance go down historically. But I'll take his performance. It was legendary because I don't look at the Nets team as any. I mean, come on, Jeff Green? He's played for nine different teams in the NBA. He had a heart issue, almost lost his life. I mean, we're relying on Jeff Green, Blake Griffin, who was in Detroit and was a lost soul. Mike James, who was playing, was doing you know sh- shipyard work and selling groceries on the side, and now he's your starting point guard. This was all on Kevin Durant. It was all on Kevin. If Kevin Durant didn't have the performance, it did. They lose. Mm. And, I, here's the, here's the other, and here's the other perspective I'll say. I'll take the Bucks team currently stated right now better than what the Jazz were on the court last night. Donovan Mitchell is hurt. hurt. Mike Connelly is hurt. And I'll take the players on the Bucks with Giannis and Blake and Lopez and Chris Middleton and and Drew Holiday, I mean, their team. Uh, you stacked up. Uh, let, me, let me finish up this point. Let me finish up this point. So I stick to. I'm sticking with Paul George just because of based off of I know what I expect from Kevin Durant. This is what I expect from Kevin Durant. This should not be a surprise for me. I know that. It, I mean, he, yeah, was, this he, was, before, he was. You so expected hard. 40, forty-seven points, fifteen this, rebounds. This, 10. Is Kevin, this is what I expect from Kevin Durant. This is when when you're a top two player in the NBA for the past eight to nine years in the NBA, no matter what people want to say, I mean, other than other than LeBron or Steph, Kevin Durant has been the man. He has been the guy, no matter what people want to say or how, how hated he Absolutely. is, he's been unbelievable. This is what he's supposed to do on a nightly basis. So I am not surprised. I'm surprised that he had the triple-double that he did, which was awesome to see. But still, this is what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to come in every night, give you 30, 35 plus a game. He's a scorer. There's a reason why people in in this field always want to consider him or go down and say he'll go down as one of the greatest scorers of all time, if not the greatest scorer. So he's expected to do this. Paul George is also expected to do this because he is a top 15 player, top 10 player when he plays at this level. The thing is, we expect Kevin Durant to do it consistently. Paul George, we expect him to have a game like this. And then the next day or the next game, he has a game showing of 15 and 5 and shoots from 4 for 13 from the field. That's all I'm trying to say. So to see Paul George deliver in the clutch – when his team needed him, when his superstar was down, the best player on their team down, and looks like he's going to be out for the series, then it's on you, Paul George. KD, LeBron has done it before. You want to get compared to one of the all-time greats, you have to make a, a game like this. You have to perform like this on a daily basis, and that's what Kevin Durant did the other night, and shout out to him, and he's deserving of it. So I'm not surprised by Kevin Durant's actions or his play on the court. I'm surprised by and more impressive than what Paul George did last night. I wanted to get into this to close out the show because this has been the big deal. This has been, and especially showed yesterday, and I want to get all this right because there are a lot of names to get down. So the NBA, this entire season, I will be talking about the playoffs specifically with the the injuries and players out, but it's been going on throughout the season too. And LeBron James was highly critical of the shorten of starting the season a little earlier, knowing that teams like the Lakers and the Heat specifically, who were in the finals last year, only had the shortest rest about 70 days off before the season started and he was highly critical of this saying that well this isn't a smart idea you got to get these players some rest more rest because well it's going to hurt your product well I know the ratings have been up and down because of the players that are out I just want to give you some of the players that have been out and they're the biggest names probably in the NBA some of them AD hurt Kawhi yesterday CP3 came out yesterday COVID and hurt Kyrie hurt Harden, hurt. Embiid, hurt. Mitchell, who's still playing, hurt. Luca hurt. Russell, Westbrook, hurt. Beal, hurt. Mike Conley, who might not play. Kemba, Dante DiVincenzo. Jalen Brown. Just some of the players. These are, I, I, I mean, it was on Twitter that other than that, the playoffs have been great. But you look at this. All the players I just named. They're not bench players. They're not role players. They're some of the biggest names in the NBA superstars that are missing. Also, I missed another name, Jamal Murray, who maybe could have made a difference in that series with the Nuggets and Suns. You never know, but he was out. You look at this, all the players that have been out for this entire postseason and even the regular season. Was LeBron James right about this whole shortened season, Ted? How do you feel about seeing all these players? down? At a high rate, too. No, I don't think so. Because if his dumb ass was still in the playoffs, he wouldn't be saying this crap. I guarantee if, he, if his team advanced and he was playing right now, I guarantee he wouldn't be tweeting it out. Shut up, LeBron. Okay. You played 10 West games during the regular season. Guess what? You still got your full pay, Daniel. You? you agreed to this CBA contract. You negotiated this. So I don't want to hear it. You agreed to the, the NBA players agreed to this. This is like working four days a week and getting paid for five. Okay, we'd all love to do that. That's what happened. You played in a shortened season. Yeah, it was crunched in, but you agreed to this. You could have played in a shorter season or said, you know what? We'll play in a shorter season. Give us 75% of the pay. But they didn't want that. They wanted 100%. Now listen, injuries are part of the game. It happens. Kawhi's always gotten hurt. It's unfortunate. It's in every sport. It just it, It's just terrible. It's just I, really I want to word, you know things happen. I'll use, you know, remember in the um you no know, Forrest Gump when he steps in the tough and goes, Things happen. Oh, yeah. And you know, they Crap cut happens. it out. You know, Crap the crop happens. Happens. you know, it, it is what it is. It's unfortunate because like I, I I was telling a guy at the gym the other day and we were talking about this. I go, Yeah, I guarantee if Anthony Davis was healthy, the Lakers would have won that series. But he wasn't. But Anthony Davis, it wasn't like all of a sudden he got hurt. He's been hurt his whole career. All right. I don't, I and here's I my other thing. LeBron it's James, it's here's just my other more thing. The, the name, the high, hold, on. hold on, The high. It's just the the high the high players, the names. Right. But here's the other thing. LeBron Anthony James Davis. takes care of his no, body. LeBron huh? James. Uh, LeBron James takes care of his body. How many of these other guys put in the same amount of work? All right. No, Jeff, we no, were talking about Ben Simmons before. Just his shooting ability. How many guys are putting in the extra work? How many guys are getting rehab? How many guys are putting in the, the, the extra hours to make sure that they're 100%? Do they take the offseason off and sit in Malibu and California and Cabo? And then also yeah, show I, you yeah, the I know. James Harden, right? Was a fat slob in Houston. Wasn't really ready to play basketball. And it took time for him to get prepared. I wonder how many guys in the offseason are jo- enjoying themselves Playing with the porn stars and this, and playing golf and, and in Cabo, and then all of a sudden, two weeks before the season, they get ready. Are they putting in the work like LeBron? Are they putting in the work like Russell Wilson? Are they putting in the work in Tom Brady? It's unfortunate because they're superstars, yeah, and, no, the that's what on, and the NBA and the NBA prides itself on superstars. Thank God the games have been good, all right. But I understand where you're coming from. It's affected the games. It's affected the playoffs. It's no different if we were going into the. Like a couple of years ago in the NFL, when it was Tom Brady and then three backup quarterbacks. Well, I'd consider Blake Bortles a backup quarterback, but it'd be imagine going into the playoffs and and in the and the AFC and, the, and Josh Allen's hurt and and Patrick Mahomes is hurt and got, and Deshaun Watson's hurt. It affects the playoffs. It changes the whole narrative of the game. Of course, you want to be 100% healthy, but injuries are part of the game. It happened in football. It happened in baseball. They have a battle. They have hockey, hockey. You have to overcome them, just like the Clippers did last night. Get to the conference finals. Hopefully, Kawhi will get healthy and he'll be back. It's unfortunate. It's affected the playoffs drastically. I think it it yeah, is I think it, what it is. I think it's unfortunate, highly unfortunate. My only thing is, it's different from football and basketball or baseball and hockey because in the NBA, we talked, we've talked about it the past couple of weeks the superstars, when you have the talent, when you have the players, it's not like you in the NBA to succeed and, and to be a title contender. All you need to do is have two, two superstars. I shouldn't say superstars, but two stars on your team, a team like the Lakers who obviously it affected them tremendously with AD's injury and even LeBron's injury, a team like the Clippers, where all these teams we've talked about the nuggets. I just said losing Jamal Murray. I know he's not a superstar yet, but he's still one of the better guards and younger players in this game that he could have. And his scoring ability and the way that he facilitates and his vision as a point, point scorer, I should say, that affects a team like the Nuggets. Whereas the NFL, you lose, you still have 52 players. The NHL, you still have 12, to 50, you still have a big chunk of players. And the NBA just feels differently. Even baseball it feels differently because, yeah, because of the, the stars that carry the game. Yeah, the lack of – the stars carry your game. And when you're seeing it, it's just unfortunate. But ha- can I true, tell you something? True, it no, has, has, it, has it truly hurt the performance on the court? No. But has it affected the way – has it affected the playoffs in the sense of who's won? Absolutely. If there's, if there's well, something it also could affect so. this in the sense of if you get to the NBA championship – you don't get to really see maybe the full team, the team that really deserves hey, it. It's like like a Lakers. Yeah, we thought, you know, one the Let me ask you a question. Do we knock the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year for the Super Bowl win over the uh, Chiefs because they weren't healthy on the offensive line? No. No. We don't give Hey, do we knock the Lakers last year for their championship in the bubble because they got four and a half months of rest and all of a sudden they were playing the fifth seed heat? No. No. no, no. Not I, them. I, I, there's no asterisk. We, it is what it is. I, it an, I never said there's an asterisk. I, just I know. It, it is, was, it, is I was, what it is. The games been. have been great. It's unfortunate because we all know like if the Celtics were healthy against Jalen Brown with Jalen Brown and Kimba, they probably still would have been the Nets, but they would have gave a better performance. The Nuggets would have not gotten swept. If the Lakers had AD, they probably beat the Suns, but it didn't happen. Guess what? The best thing for LeBron is to shut his mouth, get ready, get the extra rest and be ready for next year and have a one more last run at the title. It's plain and simple. It is what it is. You deal with it. The best teams survive. They move on. The healthiest, and and, and that's what it is. The yeah. games have still been great. All I'll say is the 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 games themselves haven't lost its luster. They haven't they haven't lacked any luster. They have still been great. Thank God, you know, because like you said, Trev, there has been an abundance amount of superstars that have been hurt. I believe up to what I was reading before, a total of 108 games have been missed by players that have averaged at least 25 plus minutes. During the season, and that's not including D- uh, Dante DiFrancesco, who just fell short of that um, of the 25 plus minutes. But he's out for the season too with an injury for the Bucks, and, and consider that a significant loss too for them as a rebounder, sister, playmaker. Um, and if you're a Bucks fan, you know who I'm talking about. Well, we'll see what happens because he got a bit. I mean, he got tonight. You got six. the Nets close it out with the Bucks bringing the seven. I'm going with the Nets. No, you know what? I'm going with I'm going with seven. I'm gonna go with seven because they're yeah, the home think, front I think right. the Bucks I think the Bucks definitely come back. I think I think Kevin Durant's not gonna be able to pull out the performance he did the other night. Especially after no, you know what? I'm going with the Nets because I think with the way the with the way the Nets with the, with the way the Bucks collapsed in that game too as well, and we didn't really talk about that up 17 and the way Durant played. We'll see how Harden plays. I think that's a key. If Harden could continue to, he'll be available to play. Kyrie will not be playing. So we'll see if Harden can get some offense, some more offense going, and try to have a nice supporting cast for Kevin Durant because while he's playing his A game right now, he's playing at the top of his level. We'll see what happens. Will the Nets be one of the final and join the Phoenix Suns in the conference finals? As we have, could we have half of our conference tournament finals? Shaped up by tonight. So we'll see. A lot going on. I say we'll be back tomorrow. We'll also be talking baseball. We'll discuss it with Joe Aguirre. And we'll see what happens with the Nets series tonight. We'll see if we'll, there's a game seven. We'll talk all about that tomorrow. We are Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, share, or like. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yes. Yeah. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making, double up on facts we stated. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So, what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.